back to another episode of the Hotspur House. Today, we are going to be going over our wins against Brighton and Hove Albion, as well as the win on Thursday against Lute Garretts. And then we will preview our game on Sunday against West Brom. Uh, today, I am joined by Louis from Spurs underscore fan dot page underscore. What did you think of the game, Louis? Of the um, game, uh, we'll start with Brighton. Um, it was all right. Did well. Um, good little win. Gareth Bale last minute winner. You love to see. Yeah. yeah, definitely. It's just the three points at this point. I think when we travel with these teams that are just kind of low on the table, uh, low on the table, uh, or even if they come to our stadium, uh, we just have yeah. to really just grind out the wins, which I think is important, uh, and that's a sign of uh, like champions yeah. who can just grind out the wins against lower opposition. Uh, Charlie, what about you? What did you think about the game against Brighton? Um, well, um, I watched the whole game. It was, um, it, I mean, the last three performances have been pretty poor in general. Um, but the Brighton one, I mean, the first half wasn't that bad. We started really well in the first 10 minutes. We were all over them, pressuring them very well. And I'm annoyed with people saying like, like that Kane want, wanted that penalty on purpose. I really don't think he, I mean, I mean, people are slagging, slagging him off for that, but like, as Jose said in the press conference, uh, you should look at Man U, City, Liverpool, and Chelsea for that kind of stuff, not at Kane. Yeah, so, he's, he's definitely. Um, but yeah, but yeah. Then in the second, uh, in the start, uh, in the end of the first half, we were pretty disappointing. We just let them come at us with the ball constantly, and Lamptey was just phenomenal. I mean, he was just he was um, destroying us on that right side. He was great, and, not good. Yeah. Mm. Um, I wouldn't mind buying Lamptey, but yeah, in the second half, the last 10 minutes, it's the first time we've actually seen Jose do uh, do classic Jose park the bus football with us. Um, <laughs> it, it, it worked, though, so I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, uh, that's, of course, uh, Charlie from N17 Nation. Sorry, I forgot to introduce you, but um, yeah, Lamptey had a good game. Uh, what did you make of, uh, Charlie, we'll start with you, what did you think of the, uh, the foul on Hoybier? that led to Lamptey's goal that was then reviewed and wasn't given as a foul and the goal stood. Wow. People can argue that the Kane penalty was not a penalty, that it was harsh. But you can argue that Kane was on the line of the box. So you can argue that it was a penalty. We, mm -hmm. But like some refs would say it's a pen, some wouldn't. So um, you can't slam the ref too much for that. But for this, I, I mean, in no universe is that not a disallowed goal. That was such a clear foul. He looked at the monitor for two minutes and he yeah. and he didn't mm -hmm. even touch the ball. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you know what Google did? I mean, not Google, but uh, if uh, the day after, if you search um, the ref's name, it would... Uh, what's his name? What was his... Um, Who was it? It was... I'm not sure. Graham Scott, I think. Something yeah, Graham Scott. Yeah, Graham Scott. Yeah, so, yeah, if you search his net, if, and not anymore, but the day after, don't know how, but it said, uh, Graham Scott is a legally blind English referee. <laughs> I don't know how, but, um, yeah. Maybe, Definitely some disgruntled Spurs fans. I mean, they're not lying. Uh, yeah. No, surpri no surprise that he didn't get a game to yeah. ref in, in Maybe the Maybe the head of Google is a Tottenham fan. <laughs> um... Uh, going on uh, 
a penalty called for Brighton that uh, wasn't called. There was a Doherty's kind of drag back on uh, Trossard, which wasn't given. Uh, we're talking uh, what good do you about think that, Louis? Now we're not talking. Um, just, I just said that first we're talking about good about Doherty, now we're talking about bad about him. <laughs> um, uh, he did all right. Um, wait. Um, so the, it was the foul, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, it it was it looked like a foul, but it wasn't given. Well, VAR is probably shambles. Yeah. So screw you, VAR. And that's what I have to say. Yeah, it's the uh, the inconsistencies with VAR is what really gets me. How they they make different decisions like every week so, on the same so, scenarios. Yeah. Speaking about VAR, did you see what happened to um? Aspliqueta. I did, oh, was, with um, when like yeah. McGuire jumped on his back. Yeah, and that was that was and the and VAR didn't say that was penalty. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's frustrating, like because it, it was supposed to come in and fix everything, and it's coming and it's honestly just made everything worse. Like at this point, I think I'd rather go back to no VAR. <laughs> it's, well, well, I could uh, in the um goal line technology. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Keep well technology, but well, um, talking about the Doherty foul. I mean, for me, that's more of a pen than the Kane one. I must admit, uh, if, if, if if you're going to give the Kane one, you have to give that because Doherty. Mm-hmm. I mean, Doherty. I mean, it was only a nudge, but you know, any contact these days, the players are going to go to ground. So, yeah. if you think, I mean, it, it probably was a penalty. We got lucky with that. But um, talking about VAR, I mean, going back to not being with VAR, as you just said, because I don't, when before VAR, I don't remember seeing too many mistakes from refs. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I don't, I don't even think it was that needed. I mean, yes, obviously, now there's clearly more penalties, which means that they did used to make a lot of mistakes. But it was better then. Like, like uh, before, you could never have someone like Bruno Fernandez just consistently scoring penalty. I mean, today scored two non-penalty goals, but still, like mm. you, you could never have a player score like seven penalties in one season and stuff. It's stupid. Yeah. But yeah. but um, if uh, I just think, I mean, the fact that refs actually looking at the monitor this, this season in the Prem, they didn't. They literally didn't last season and still making mistakes. I mean, it's just it's just. Um, but um, yeah. It's just it's the quality of the referees. I think has just dropped yeah. so much. It's I I don't understand how they they, they don't like see these fouls or like what Italian they think. refs are amazing. Italian refs are amazing. Yeah, we it's we need thing, to bring in like, some. We're the biggest league in the world with we like the fans are pet, better refs than the refs. I mean, I know mm-hmm. the ref we see it better than the refs. But he looked at the monitor, which is I yeah. just can't accept it. How can you do? Like, is there some sort of rule that we don't know about or something? Like, I don't. Probably. Yeah, it's it's definitely frustrating. Uh, I I know we talked about it a few times on this podcast, just how often but, that there's yeah, mistakes, you, and it's you yeah. got to deal with it. You yeah. Got to deal with it. That's a yeah. Yeah. So right now, there's nothing we can do about it. So. Yeah. Uh, VAR is here to stay, unfortunately. But um, uh, moving on, uh, Gareth Bale uh, 
back at Spurs, uh, back in the goals, his uh, second appearance in the Premier League. He scored the winner for us in the 73rd minute with a nice header off of uh, Reguillon's cross right into the bottom corner. The, the, um, the um, effect of Real Madrid. Yeah. <laughs> built, in, uh, built in Madrid, delivered in, uh, delivered in London. Yeah. <laughs> the Real Madrid effect. The Real Madrid chemistry. <laughs> the Real Madrid chemistry. Straight talking out about talking about Reggie, um, I'm sure you saw. I mean, I think Toby posted about it that um, the whole reason they got rid of Sergio was because he had some sort of fight with Zidane's. Uh, oh son. yeah, 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 he had a disagreement Zidane, with. Uh, I mean, it's Zidane's such son. a joke. Zidane, Zidane's son is some sad guy who who <laughs> wouldn't who, who he he. He's like a goalkeeper, I think. He's twenty yeah. years old, and he's the like he's League Two quality. What what can he say that would actually like? He he has Make no right league. to say anything to Sergio. Sergio, one of the best left backs on the planet, and now <laughs> in the, and defending and he, his son. Young. Honestly, it's a joke. Yeah. Now he's um now he's talking to literally one of the dirtiest French. That does his ex French internationals and ex Real Madrid international of all time, mm. son, all time son. Yeah. Who will probably turn into be the second best, dirtiest uh. and uh, Real Madrid goalie in the all time. If he, if he, if, uh, if he even stays at Madrid, because I don't, I don't yeah. know much about him, but I don't know if he's very good or not. But also, um. He'll probably turn, he'll probably be like his dad because you remember when Zidane did that headbutt in the World Cup in two. Yeah, of course. Yeah, imagine maybe in like five six years time, um, the keeper will go up and probably headbutt someone else. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think we definitely can agree that that we should be rooting for Real Madrid so that Zidane doesn't get sacked because as long as yeah. Zidane's there, they won't take Bale back and they won't take Reguilón back. Uh, uh, to be honest, think... isn't it a one year loan deal or two year loan deal? For Bale, it's a one-year loan with an option to extend, and then for Reguillon, it's a uh, we we bought him, but Madrid can buy them back uh, either this summer or the next summer uh, for can, like ten million more than what we bought him for, ten or fifteen million. Why can Madrid buy him back? It was just it was a clause that they put into the uh, the deal uh, because they wanted to have it in there in case they wanted to buy him back. We won't. He won't go back to Madrid. Hopefully not. Hopefully. Hopefully. He's actually getting games at Spurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's starting. The fans already love him. Yep. As soon as he's the fans went, get back in the stadium, too. I think, I think. we should do a predicted lineup for West Brom. Uh, we'll get to that a little bit later. We'll uh, we'll continue to re- we'll finish reviewing Brighton and then we'll uh, review. We um, usually we usually do that on the end. So yeah. Um. Uh, so I think we've probably gone over uh, Brighton uh, just about enough. Uh, Are we going so, to the uh, what do you guys think of Jose Mourinho's starting lineup, which was a lot stronger than last week's, probably, or not probably, because of the uh, abysmal results in the play that we did last week. Uh, so we had a much stronger lineup, uh, starting Kane, Lloris, mm-hmm. uh, Los Celso. Son. Son? Did Son stop? He did not. He came on. He came on in the, at uh, in the 61st minute. It's cool, so it's a you. It was good to see, like, youngsters like Jack Clark, um, um, Scarlett, um, 
Yeah, Jack Clark. Yeah, good to see yeah. Jack Clark making an appearance. I was actually happy about that. Because, to be honest with you, Mourinho's improved Clark. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's definitely improved Clark. I mean, we haven't seen too much of him. I think he only got, uh, like, four minutes against yeah. uh, LASK when we played them. And then he played in the preseason friendly against Reddin. Yeah, yeah, and then he played in the preseason. Um, but I think he's definitely – he looks – he has he's all the qualities to he's be a, improved. a good winger. He has improved because, obviously, he went on loan to QPR – didn't really get that much minutes. Yeah. Uh, he, from what I've seen, though, he has all the qualities to be uh, a good winger for us because he has that uh, that quick acceleration and he has the uh, just the skill to kind of drop a shoulder and get around someone, uh, which is always also, important. It's also good that um, he's playing in Europe, which is only yeah. 19, 20. He is, let's check. No, it's Harvey White. Uh, Jack Clark is... Currently, uh, 19. He turns 20 on November 23rd. So in like four weeks. Yeah, a few weeks. Uh, definitely good to see some youngsters getting opportunities under uh, Mourinho, though, um, who was like the rumors kind of around him were saying like, oh, he doesn't incorporate youth or anything like that. But um, yeah, he's... I now, mean, to be fair, at Chelsea, I think he did. And uh, into Real Madrid, maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. I didn't really follow Jose and when Man- he was at uh, Inter or Madrid. He did. I think he bought in like... He brought in he, McTominay at a... Yeah, he McTominay. And he gave Angel Gomez a shot as well. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about the Ludogorets uh, game, um, yeah, the fact that Deli Ali didn't even get a shot off the bench, I think that's it for him. But yeah. also... He'll be... He'll be Lucas, Lucas Moura was absolutely phenomenal, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he, Lucas Moura is he's, a, he's rapid, he's class. Yeah, he's um, sometimes but, he's just phenomenal and sometimes he's just not uh, Goodbye. But he's he's never he's never shambolic, but sometimes he's just not involved at all, you know. Yeah. Not... When he first came to Spurs, he wasn't really that much involved. It was mainly the season Yeah, cuz he like, only he came in the January transfer window. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, but in in eighteen in the eighteen nineteen season, he scored fifteen, he, he, he Premier, League, 15 Premier League goals. That's a, that's yeah. an amazing football winger, and the got 18, us to the 19, final. That was when he burst onto the scene in the eighteen nineteen season. He literally took over. Who was playing left mid at the time? Ericsson? Um, I think Son was still in the team, but uh. For whatever then reason, Pochettino didn't want to play Lucas Mora and Son at the same time. So it was so, either like Ericsson on the left or Deli on the left, and then uh, Lucas on the right, or uh, Ericsson or Deli on the right and Son on the left. Also, something I wanted to mention Bergwine. So um, he, 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 ooh, he, I'm nervous. I, I really like Bergwine, but he's just he's he, not taking he's his all, chances right now. He's all right. When he, when he first signed, I didn't really know who he was. But when yeah. the first few games he played and he scored quite a few goals, I yeah. remember him scoring the first goal versus Wolves when we drew to them when we lost them three two. He scored mm-hmm. the first goal, and then he yeah. he hasn't really gotten that much minutes this season, has he? No, I feel like the biggest issue for Bergwijn right now was is his confidence because at the end yeah. of last season he was really pushing Lucas Mora for a starting spot in the team, 
And now this year it just feels like he's kind of slipped down the pecking order with Gareth Bale coming in. Well, and it seems no, like no, Eric Mamala no. and Lucas no. Moura are in front of him. So. No, uh, but I don't think he should be worried. He's an absolutely quality player. I've known him for a really long time. I mean, I saw him on FIFA like four, three years ago when he was some young talent from PSV. And I was like, oh, this guy looks pretty good. And I watched some highlights of him and I've always known that he's a really good player. And I was actually like imagining us signing him like two years ago. And I really, really wanted us to sign him. And then suddenly, uh, because his signing they, happened so uh, quickly. His signing it happened so quickly. January. It was the day after we signed Gerson Fernandez. But it was yeah. really weird because it happened so quickly because I was just, uh, I just woke up and it just said rumours uh, of Bergwijn. I'm like, wow. And then suddenly, later in the day, Bergwijn travelling to London. And then in the morning, in the next morning, we've signed him, which is just amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's a really good player. It's just, it's not even his play. I mean, it's just his finishing. He gets into these chances and then just absolutely shanks it wide. I don't know what's happened to his finishing. Um, but, <laughs> but, but um, Jose, um, Jose, uh, I mean, Bergwijn said that um, uh, Bergwijn's been left out of three of the last four Premier League squads, which is worrying. But it's yeah. the same thing with De- with it, what happened with Ndombele, with Lo Celso, with Ali now. But Ali, Ali, Ali's the, Ali is the kind of player that this doesn't work for because he, he he's never worked hard in his career, like really hard, it, like a, a professional world-class level in training he's never worked that hard so if you want to get Deli Ali's um, confidence high I think Jose just needs to walk up to him and give him a cuddle and say everything's <laughs> going to be okay because uh, he's just not really he, his confidence is so low everyone's against him he's still a quality player somewhere in there um, mm. but he's it's, he just I mean when you haven't scored in a really long time you just and you're not playing you just lose confidence uh, and yeah. the same's happening with Bergwijn. He hasn't scored this season, but, I, but Bergwijn ad- admitted that he hasn't been great and that um, he will work hard to impress got, Jose. Like, Bergwijn got the... three, four goals last season, didn't he? He got one against Man U. He got one against Wolves. He got... One City. against Man City. Yeah, he had three goals yeah. and one assist last year in uh, eight starts, which is a pretty good record uh, for, like, just being introduced to the game, uh, like to the English game uh, in the English league, and to have three goals and one assist from eight starts is pretty impressive. Um, and not, I mean, it wasn't against small teams either. It was against Man City, Man United, and Wolves. And Wolves were pushing us uh, for Europa League, Champions League, kind yeah. of in that area. So he definitely has the quality in him. It's just the case of uh, kind of drawing it out. Um, and it's his confidence right now, I think, is just really low. Because, uh, like I said, he, it feels like he's just kind of slipped down the pecking order. But I do think that he will bounce back, uh, and he'll be. I don't think we've seen his best yet, so I can't say back to his best. But I do think we'll see uh, the best. I think the best is yet to come with him. He has a lot of potential. Yep, he has. So, um, um. Talking about uh, oh yeah, Kane. So Kane got his two hundredth goal. Yeah, two hundred goals and three hundred appearances. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's just phenomenal. Uh, that's amazing. That is unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, coming from the 
coming from and the you know academy. what i i think it's more impressive than aguero getting 200 in like two uh, 200 in 293 games because when city signed aguero from atletico he was already uh you a know well, uh, yeah he was already like mm. a re- world renowned uh striker yeah. already pretty much world class but kane yeah. started in 2011 he was really young and he and um, that's that's why he's had more game more games slightly yeah, Charlie. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll give you for anyone who wants it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a bit of story about Kane. So, um, obviously he started in the academy. Didn't really get that much chances. Went on loan to some clubs like Norwich, Leighton Orient, Leicester, and then obviously it was in first. His first big break was in 2014. Obviously, when he got his first. Chance, mm-hmm. got his first chance, and then, and then I remember him scoring his first goal against Southampton, not not Southampton, Sunderland. It was a cheeky little tapping, and then he's he. That's when he first went off the mark as a Tottenham Hotspur player. Yeah, he's, he's been. Never since. I mean, it's incredible. There's like, I think he's such an interesting person because obviously he uh, was in the uh, Arsenal Academy and then they dropped him because uh, he was, this is a quote, by the way, he was too chubby. Um, and oh, then he... just like to work on his game and then to join Spurs Academy and work his way up and then to become like uh, arguably the best striker in the world. Uh, is it's it's incredible. Uh, he's he's such, a, are, he's such a good people player. People are gonna kill people are gonna kill me for this, but I think he is our best player ever, the greatest player to ever put on that Tottenham jersey. Actually, no, Maradona put it on once in one game, yeah. but um, <laughs> except, except except for that, I th- you know you got Jimmy Greaves, you got Ardiles, but they were they were that, that was. Yeah, but that was back in the day. I mean, even Jermaine Defoe, I mean, um, foot, football's been getting better and better and the defences have been getting better and better and the fact that Kane can still bang goals in with ease, I mean... Yeah, we've had some top-quality finishers like Peter Crouch, Defoe, Pavlyuchenko, Kane... Pavlyuchenko with, from Russia with love. Yes, <laughs> they all... Um, Freddie Canute, um, yeah, Freddie Canute. Um, there's one that's stuck in my head that I need to remember. Darren Bent. Yeah, Darren Bent. Darren Bent. Uh, it was. It was. He. He. Um, and then we had some good. Yeah, we had some good uh, quality finishes over the years. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I forgot Teddy Sheringham, Joe Lineker. Yeah. We've definitely had a, a long list of uh, of like phenomenal strikers, and I I think Kane is definitely up there as one of the best, if not the best. Best. Yeah, he's such an exceptional player. Who uh, I started saying this earlier, but he, he just has so many levels to his game. He has uh, the vision. His vision is probably uh, one of the best in the league, uh, second maybe only to Kevin De Bruyne. But his his uh, his vision and his pass. Uh, his shot is obviously incredible. His hold-up play is incredible. He's just, he has so many different aspects that he can call upon. Uh, and the only thing I'll say, uh, like that's a negative, 
uh, it's not even about Kane, but it's just the squad's seemingly like reliance on him. Because in the first half of the uh, Ludicarrots game, Kane was on. We were playing uh, pretty well. And then Kane came off and we kind of, we, we slipped off a bit. We weren't playing at the same level. Uh, so I think it's just a bit worrying that we uh, are so reliant on Kane. I hope that like we are, we're able to figure it out. And maybe it's just because it was uh, kind of a rotated squad that was playing. Um, so uh, yeah, just something to think about, but he's definitely one of our best players of all time. Um, back at the uh, Ludogorets game though, um, yeah. Sun came on in 17 seconds after he got subbed on. He provided the assist for Lo Celso. Lo scored his fifth goal for the club. Uh, it wasn't just 17 play? seconds later. It was his first touch as well. Yeah. He's, Sun is such an incredible player. Mm-hmm. He's, 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 yeah, he's great. I think he's one of the best. Uh, definitely well, one of the best two to play for Spurs. Um I think Son is better than Mane. Yeah. I agree with that. I, I agree, agree with that. <laughs> no bias here at all. Yeah. Um, uh, Gareth Bale got another sixty-five minutes. I think he'll he won't he won't start on uh, tomorrow, but I do think uh, he'll, he'll get he'll another go. appearance off the bench. He'll be on the uh, bench. Yeah. Uh, Lucas Mora got a goal in this. We talked about we yeah. talked about him a little bit earlier, but uh, mm. do you think, I think he'll be? I think- I think Vinicius will play tomorrow. Give him a run out. You think he'll uh, he'll play like uh, alongside Kane, or yeah, I think he'll play alongside Kane with Son on the wings with uh with Son on the wings with who's normally on the wings? Uh, Lucas Mora or Bergwijn or the uh, the two right wingers that can play. For yeah, but I'm gonna think Sam will be on the wing either with Bergwijn or Lucas. Then um, yeah, so I think we should do our predicted lineups now. Yeah, yeah, we can do our predicted lineups for Sunday. Uh, you want to start? Uh, yeah. All right, so Loris and goal. For, so I'm gonna start. So Loris and goal in the back four of Toby and Sanchez centre back with Rude Leon and I think Rodens will start with right back. We were to start as right back. Yeah, a lot of a lot of center backs have played right back as they're getting like kind of yeah, introduced I'll, into the squad. So, again, in the midfield, two center mids are going to be mine. Are going to be Musa Sissoko and Unnombele, and two wingers. I think are going to be Sun and Bergwijn. Then up front are going to be Kane and Vinicius. Then on the bench is going to be Joe Hart. Bale, uh, Lucas, Jack Clark. Uh, who else am I missing? Oh, yeah, uh, Ben Davis. Yeah, Ben Davis. Yeah. Sanchez, maybe Dele. Uh, yeah. You want to go I, next time? Yeah, sure, I'll go. Uh, I think Loris will start in goal. Uh, I think Reggion at left back. I, I, I'm not sure. I feel like there's a decent chance that Rodon could get his uh, debut. Uh, I think it'll be Eric Dyer starting alongside either Sanchez or Rodon. I don't think Alderweireld will play because he played on uh, Sunday against Brighton and then he played again on Thursday. Uh, so I think he'll be rested. Um, and then at right back, um, it's 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 such a complicated one right there because I'm not sure 
Um, okay. Yeah. Doherty started on Thursday, so I think I'll go with Aurier to start, and then mm-hmm. Hoybier, uh, Hoybier, Sissoko in midfield, Dombele as an attacking mid, Sun on the left, Kane up top, and then it's gonna be Lucas Mora or Bergvine. I think right. mm, so. If Lucas Mora would have been subbed off at halftime, I would have been very confident that he would play again on Thursday. But like he was subbed off in the 61st minute, so like I don't I don't know. This is a complicated one. And Bergvine was subbed on in the 65th, so it's and the last game, and uh, Bergvine hasn't played a ton. He his last time he got minutes in the Premier League were against West Ham, so. I think I think Bergvine will be given the shot tomorrow. I think I'll start right wing. Right, has Charlie got his lineup? You ready, Charlie? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, um. I think it'll be a bit. It'll be a bit of a rotational lineup since we do have City coming up and a few other important games. I actually think Harry Kane will not start. Oh. It's risky, but but it it is a it is only West Brom. Let's be honest. So enough. Um, Something to keep in mind though is uh after West Brom, there's an international break the following week. Oh, yeah. okay. Then then I'm changing my um. <laughs> um my, uh, so Larice in goal, right back Aurier. I'm sorry, Doherty just isn't performing at a high enough level right now. Uh, uh, we'll come back to that. We'll circle back to that. I want to yeah, talk about Doherty uh, for a little bit. Aurier, Roden, Tanganga. Tanganga? You think Tanganga's going to start? Yeah, yeah. Dumb. Tanganga and um, and Reg- Reggie. And then in midfield, I'm going for the first time ever because West Brom are going to be pretty defensive, so they're not going to be attacking us too much. So we'll have freedom in midfield. For the first time ever, we're going to see. I don't think. The, I don't think that happened. We're going to see Ndombele, Celso, and Hoybjerg, a sight to behold, and then, actually no, Los, oh god, Jose no, said. Celso, in the, no, uh, Jose, no. Jose said that Loselso isn't uh, in a good enough physical condition for that yet. Okay, no, well, I guess I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go fast to bench Ndombele. And oh. to play Loselso, Hoybjerg, and Harry Winks. You think he'll bench Dombele? Do you think yes. Harry's out? Because it's West Brom. They're bottom. They're pretty much bottom of the league. We we yeah. need to we need to rotate. Don't and run. then Don't run. and then in the attack we'll have Kane, Kane, Bergwijn, and. Actually, no. You know what? I'm I'm changing the formation. We're we're going to play four four two. Kane and Vinicius up front. Um, oh. Son Son left mid, Bergwijn right mid, and then in midfield Lo uh, Celso and Hoybjerg. Okay, I'm sorry, but I I do not think Lo Celso is going to start. You think? <laughs> no, I I don't think so. I think there's like zero chance. Because after he played 72 minutes uh, against Ludogorets on Thursday, and he's coming back from an injury, and Mourinho said that. Oh yeah, uh, 
that Lo Celso I guess, was I, I guess struggling. so, I guess so. Okay, then I'll replace Lo Celso with Ndombele. Breaking, breaking news. Alex Morgan has just got her first start for the Spurs yes, women. Yes, we love to see it. She's just come Finally. On. She's... I mean, we were all talking about like how much we were waiting for Gareth Bale to play, but we signed Alex Morgan like a few days before we signed Bale, and this is like her first, her first Alex... time being in the Spurs lineup for the women. Happy? Yeah, I mean... I don't, I don't follow uh, the women's football too much because it's uh, not on uh, television uh, very much where I am. But um, it's not on television here either. So. I think but, you can watch. You can watch. Well, it they, well mm. Spurs women. I don't, even if I could, I mean, the, if, I would watch them if they were better than they are. But they yeah. recently lost six-one to Arsenal women. So um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, oh, back to so Doherty. Well, enough, yeah, it's I, want to, I want to talk a little bit about Doherty. My local team, the team I was, I, I was, the team I was born in, the place I was born in, mm-hmm. which is uh, a bit weird for me. Um, Doherty. Uh, oh, okay. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about him because I think that he has been extremely unlucky in the Spurs side in terms of his like end result with like his goals and assists. Uh, I know I talked about it a little bit uh, earlier uh, in uh, different podcasts, but I just want to go over it again because I feel like there's been even more chances um, yeah, yeah. to talk about it. So uh, obviously the first game against Everton, he played that one-two with Kane, got a pretty good shot on target, and Pickford made a great save uncharacteristically. Uh, then against Southampton, he had a header back into Kane. Uh, that Kane scored, and then it was ruled off for offside from like Sun, who crossed it to Doherty. And then against Ludogorets, he uh, had a point blank shot that was uh, like again, like it was a great reaction save from their keeper. And then he had a, a nice pass into Los Celso, which Los Celso put wide. I think he probably realistically should have scored. Um, so I think Doherty, he's had uh, he'll he'll be counting himself unlucky that he hasn't had a goal or assist yet for Spurs because he's had so many good chances, and then. Uh, Whenever Doherty gets a shot on it, the keeper is suddenly uh, prime like Casillas. It's it's crazy. And then uh, there was nothing that he could have done about uh, Kane or like the offside for uh, Kane's goal against Southampton because it was offsides for Sun. And then uh, again, like nothing he can do when he passes to Los and also also hit it wide. Uh, I think he's such a good player. And another uh, interesting thing about Doherty is against Luda Garrett's. He won uh, the most duels, um, which is just a little interesting fact. I think he's uh, ten. I think it's a he won uh, or he won five duels. Um, no, but, but it's not about it's not all about him being unlucky. He's just been poor against the Goretz. We were two or three nil up, and there was a period in the game before they scored their goal. Um, he was just giving the ball away. Like he gave the ball away three times in two minutes or something. It was shambolic. He just needs <laughs> to concentrate more because he's just, he's just, he, I mean, I don't know. He's just been so bang average, even though he could have got an assist in a second game. He, he just needs to step up his game because I mean, he's not been quick enough on that wing. He hasn't been overlapping like he was at Wolves. The problem for him is the, the 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 position change. He's never really been a classic right back. He's been more of a right wing back, and he's just not 
And and but the thing is, now that he's playing right back, for some reason he's not going into the attack at all. He's just staying back. I mean, I don't know. He's just not really stepping up to the occasion yet, but hopefully he will. Uh, another little thing about Doherty, he was the uh, highest rated Spurs player against Ludogorets uh, in terms of like uh, aftermatch ratings. He had 7.4 and uh, Oliver and Davis were both 6.8 and Dyer was 6.9. How? Because he had a good game. That's what I'm what telling you. What kind of match ratings are <laughs> those? Then where's Lucas? Where's Lucas? I said defense. Lucas was 8.7. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Lucas and Kane were both 8.7s. Uh, Lososa was an 8.2. And Hoybier, who came out at halftime, was a 7.6. And other than that, uh, Doherty was ahead of everyone. I, I still think Doherty is a good player. I think he's, he's getting used to uh, playing right back, like you said. I think part of his problem right now was that uh, he was expected to kind of play like Aurier did last season, like really pushing up. And Davis was going to kind of slot and make it a back three at times. But then we signed Reggion. And so yeah, now Reggion's pushing up really high. And then we're, uh, Doherty kind of has to do what Davis's job was meant to be in like tucking into that back three. So he hasn't had as many opportunities to get forward. And uh, the other thing to remember is Doherty is 28. And this is the first, uh, uh, first big transfer of his career. Uh, like he's been at Wolves since uh, August of 2010. And then he left, he left in August of uh, 2020. Um, so this is the first time, uh, in his professional career where he's had a change of setting with different managers, uh, coaches, different players. Uh, so I think he's, he's still getting used to it. I, I do think he's still a better option than Aurier, uh, but we'll see that I think going forward, uh, more than we are right now. Cause I agree he hasn't been at like his best, but I, I, yeah, I still think he's, a better option than Aurier at the moment, at least. Would you, just because of Aurier's, like, his little fouls that he gives away and his little, like, he just seems Aurier, to mess up a Aurier lot. Aurier has cost us five goals from those fouls this season, statistically. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And how many goals has Doherty cost us? None. No, yeah. two. Two penalties two. given away. But okay. He's really okay. been getting penalties away for some reason. Okay, th- those aren't his fault though. Like the one he had his hand out on uh, Sun, and then the ball bounced off someone else's foot and hit him in the arm, and it was given as a, a foul. And then the other one, his hand was across his chest, and someone crossed it into his hand. Oh, so. breaking news! Breaking news! Um, Spurs women has just drawn with Reading women one all. Oh, yeah. They don't seem like they're very good right now, but oh. it seems like they're building. Um, it seems like they're kind of building a new squad, um, but yeah, <laughs> they have some growing to do before uh, I think they really take uh, any like big like shots at the title or anything. Uh, but yeah. uh, just a little interesting thing to look at uh, the U twenty threes, Alfie Devine, who we signed over the summer, uh, yeah, for, like five hundred thousand. Yeah. He's 16, and he scored on his debut for the U23s uh, this past week against Derby. Yep. Uh, yep. He can't and, play because he's 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He won't. He won't play in the uh, the first team this season. I don't think. I'd be shocked if he did. Um, but he's definitely one for the future, and uh, as well as Dane Scarlett, who has been uh, really hitting in the goals as well for the U18s. I think. 
Uh, Scarlett's also 16. I think he also played for the U23s uh, this week. And also, interestingly, I think it was a friendly or something, because obviously he's not under 23. But um, Danny Rose played for the uh, the U23s against Darby. Imagine telling that to a Spurs fan three years ago. <laughs> it's so it's just so strange the way it's all happened, and then like no one is wants to sign him from us. I'm they, sorry, but I'm sorry, but Rose is better than Davies. Yeah, I don't know about that. I think it's I think the thing that Ben Davis offers to us that uh, Danny Rose doesn't is his ability to uh, play uh, it's kind of like make the back three uh, like we were talking about a little bit earlier uh, and just I think he's defensively better than Danny Rose um, yeah. I don't think it really matters though because uh, Rose won't play for Spurs first team um, again after his Altercation, uh-huh. shall I say, with uh, Jose Mourinho? Um, I'd be I'd be shocked if he was brought back into the team, even if Davis and Regulon uh, both got injured. Even if, yeah, even if one of them got injured, I I don't think we see Rose back. I think I think in uh, Jose's mind, uh, Rose isn't even at the club anymore. Um, in that sense, well, it's really weird. Jose is really harsh. I mean, I mean that's the best thing about him, but like. Like Ali's totally out of the question. Bergwin's been out of the question for the last few Prem games. I mean, it's, he's harsh. Usually it works out, but still, he just picks players to to, to just. Uh, well, to be fair with Danny players. Rose, he didn't really he didn't pick Danny Rose. Uh, no, Danny Rose kind of came after Rose him. Picked him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, Rose wasn't getting game time. Obviously, we we talked about this before, but Rose wasn't getting game time. So Mourinho, uh, or uh, so he came into Mourinho's office and he was like, "Why aren't you playing me? The defense is all." Yeah, he kind of had a rant. He kind of had a rant. Yeah, he had a rant, and you don't you don't rant at Jose Mourinho of all people. Everybody uh, should... do you? Yeah, no. Uh, so I mean, I think that's I, the end. Yeah, I I would be I would be utterly shocked if we saw Jenny Rose play for Spurs again. Uh, even if like all of our defenders got injured, I think I like he, he would rather play call up or another Premier League club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, score predictions for West Brom. How do you guys think it's gonna go? Um, we'll start with we'll start with you, Louis. I'm gonna go with five nil Tottenham. Five nil Tottenham. Yeah. Uh, Bale double, well, not Bale. Um, Sun double and Kane. Sun double and Kane. Sun double and Kane double. Alrighty. Ah. Mm. Uh, okay, so I'm just looking at uh West Brom's previous results right now, and they lost two nil to Fulham last week, drew one one with Brighton, drew nil nil with Burnley, and lost two uh, nil to West Brom. Oh, sorry, they lost. They are West Brom. They lost two 0 to Southampton and drew three three against Chelsea. So they definitely they seem to be leaking goals, but they they've conceded three in their last three, which is a pretty good record um, for like a relegation uh, side. But I think we'll come out two 0 winners. Ah no, we'll we'll come out three. We'll go three 0 uh, Kane and Son score. 
And then I think Bale, after getting subbed on, he'll score. Uh, yeah, he'll score in like the 80th minute. And then just that'll just be a huge confidence for boost for him going into the international break. And then coming back out of the international break, praying that no one gets injured. Hopefully Bale will start getting re, uh, integrated into the side uh, in the first team uh, in, in the Premier League, not just their Europa League anymore. But uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Charlie, how do you think the game against West Brom is going to go? I think we'll get our first Premier League clean sheet of the season. Second. Um, we, uh, we beat Burnley 1-0. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, uh, so our second clean sheet of the season. I think it's going to be a 2-0 win. Usually I'm more confident, but West Brom are never easy to play. And two years ago, when they were already pretty much relegated, we were 1-0 up and then they scored a 93rd-minute goal. Heartbreaking. Yeah. So I'm never confident against them. So I'm going to yeah. go with just a 2-0 win. And I'm going to go with Vinicius getting his first goal for the club. Ooh. And and Vinicius getting his first goal for the club. And Pierre Melfoybio getting his first goal for the club. So something also, something to uh, look at here, uh, there will be a little bit of pressure on uh, Spurs because we win uh, on uh, Sunday in the early game. We go top of the table uh, with Liverpool and Leicester, who play later in the day, um, as well uh, as... Uh, no, those are, those are the only two people that are really ahead of us as of now. Uh, yeah, those are actually the only two. So... If we win, we go uh, top of the table, one point ahead of Southampton and Liverpool. And then later in the day, uh, Leicester play Wolves and Liverpool play City. Um, so one of them, I could see one, if not both of them, dropping points. So we could be top of the table going into the international break, which would be incredible. It would be absolutely incredible. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be amazing if we won the international break, uh, top of the table. Because uh, we will, we're gonna have a tough run when we get back from the international break. We'll have City, uh, not counting Europe, not looking at Europa League games. We'll have City, Chelsea, Arsenal, uh, Crystal Palace, Liverpool, Leicester, uh, and and then Wolves. So we go from after the international break to uh, Boxing Day uh, with a tough run of fixtures, and then Idias is up after that. But it's it's gonna be a tough run if we can get. Um, just if we can go through that run unbeaten, that would be in, incredible. But uh, what we got away only time will tell. I see. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Any la- any uh, last things you want to talk about, uh, Louis or Charlie? Nope. Not really. I think that's we've covered everything. Yeah, we covered everything. Right. Uh, thank you for listening to another episode of the Hotspur House. Really enjoyed you listening. Uh, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcast and YouTube or follow us on Spotify. Uh, thank you so much. And come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Bye, guys.